0: And welcome to Habs Unfiltered, episode 301. I'm your host, Blaine Putvey, and I'm joined now by my co-host, Matt Smith. Good evening. Treg Wilson is still with his family, so he will not be joining us tonight. As we record post-game after the Anaheim Ducks paid a visit to the Canadians, and the reverse retro jersey curse continues.
1: You can say that again awful. The
0: reverse retro jersey curse continues. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So the show we recorded last night, we talked about the upcoming Anaheim game and we mentioned it was a way to get, you know, get themselves back on track, but I also mentioned that this was a trap game. And as Admiral Ackbar said, it's a trap.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, you're right.
0: Now the final score five two does not is not indicative of how close the game was up to the end of the game when it was a, a couple empty netters, but at the same time, it's kind of deserving to be a five two game because the Canadians absolutely looked like crap in the first two periods.
1: Yeah, it was the sloppiest two periods of hockey that they played. Um, just they couldn't string together a single pass. So, there was nothing. There was nothing. There was no. There was no life. There was no consistency. There was no forecheck. There was there was nothing. It was, it was it was awful. It was awful hockey to watch. And they I, the the Canadians fans that were at that game had every right to be booing throughout that whole sequence. Um, the the power play once again just absolutely dismal. And yes, I know Caulfield scored later in the game, which we'll get to. But the first forty minutes, it was. It was, it was hard to, to, to draw any positives from that whatsoever. Well, in the first two periods, the only positive that I
0: saw was um, that nobody got hurt. Yeah, that's always a positive. I'm trying to find a silver lining. Yeah. I know Team Tank is super happy right now
1: they with how the game are. turned out. They absolutely are.
0: Uh, and, and I understand you want the best draft position possible, but at the same time, my God, you, you want the team to show up and put on a show, put in the effort, play, play within the system that they're playing or the, the concepts that they're playing under St. Louis. Right. And, and actually make a game of it. In, in this case, they only played 20
1: minutes. Yeah. Like this one, this one's going to hurt. This one's not just, this one just doesn't hurt, you know, the the Habs faithful. Let's just call it that, you know, not Team Tank. Team Tank celebrating and, you know, popping bottles right now. But this was a game that at the end, of, I, honestly, the, at the end of this game, I really hope that somebody steps up in the locker room and says something and says, guys, we just lost to the worst team in the league. Yep. And we were made to look like fools in front of our home fans. We were going yeah. against a... Third-string goalie, Stollers wasn't playing, and even it was uh, Ollie Erickson eck that was the backup, so Stollers wasn't even there. John Gibson got hurt during the Leafs game, so you had the third and fourth-string goalie there. This was the time to just play and up goaltender, and as you said, through 40 minutes, no pressure, no chances, no nothing. Until Caulfield finally got the one, which uh, Dostal actually read that play. I thought he actually initially made the save. He was making,
0: he was, he did read the play, he was making his move, but he was too slow on that play because the Canadians, to their credit, on that power play, and they'd been very, very uh, predictable in the power plays up to that point. But that power play, they made five quick one-touch passes before the one-timer from Caulfield. So he did not have enough time to get to, to get across, no. to position himself for the save. And that was the difference there. Yeah. It, it was a different look on the power play. Normally you get the pass down low, pass back up high, pass over to Suzuki for a wrist shot from the top of the circle or Caulfield slap shot from the top of the circle. But in, in this case, it was... Tick 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 tick. Pass back and forth uh, into the center, back to the wing, up to the post. You know, it was just it, it, the puck movement was sent in a different way, and in a
1: and was done quicker. Hopefully, they can take take that from this loss and say, "Hey, we have some positive. We finally scored after what twenty three attempts or twenty four attempts or whatever it was."
0: Was it that few?
1: Yeah, <laughs> it felt like a hell of a lot more than that. Um, but there was really not many bright spots in this game. It was once again, it was their own, um, faults or their own mistakes that led to their downfall. And you can, you can bring up officiating again. And I will, it was, it was, we had one of the same officials from last night, Gordy Dwyer, that was calling this game. And he made some awful calls, um, the slash, on the slash on Armia or the slash call on Armia, uh, which led to the first goal against, and then subsequently uh, another another quick goal from uh, Klingberg that made it two nothing. And now, then
0: I can kind of see that call. I mean, I I understand making uh, a quick decision on some on a play like that. You know, it's it's
1: done. You know, it's, it's, it's the, fast the NHL has just gone so soft. Like we see other games, and we see other we we see other teams play and you know, guys are finishing checks or guys are, you know, being rough in front of the net guys are doing whatever else you we do a stick on stick play though. You lift a stick or you hit a stick and when all of a sudden it's an arm flies up. Like I, I, I get, I get, they're trying to protect the player's hands and their wrists and everything like that. We, that, and this is, this is mostly due to Johnny Goudreau being hurt and taking the, taking the uh, extra wax on the wrist and Sidney Crosby blowing up Mark Mathod's finger. But now, it's, it's getting to be too much.
0: I'm not disagreeing. And the point I was going to make, it was, uh, what I was trying to get to was I can see that call. You know, it's, it's not wholly unreasonable. It's not outside the realm of possibilities. I mean, I, I would rather they let shit like that go, but I can see that. However, the call on the high stick on Anderson.
1: It was bad. Calling
0: it, not giving it a four minute because he, he used some bullshit excuse. of, yeah. Well, he would he's, have, yeah, he was kind him, of caused it
1: himself. He caused it himself. Yeah. So even though his what lip was bleeding, he's the one that caused Kulikov to high stick him. So yeah. Yeah. So, sure. if, so if that's, if that's the case, does Kulikov actually take a penalty? Because if he caused no. his own stick to caused his stick to come up and hit him in the face, and mm-hmm. it was all on Anderson, you can't call a four. Then why even give Kulikov a penalty? It's same thing as the embellishment penalty. If a guy falls exactly. down and he flops, was it really that big of a deal? Well. On a flop, at
0: least you can say there was something resembling a possible penalty in that. Yeah. But if you're you're flat out stating the player caused the high stick, that's not a high stick.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, clearly it was what, Dwyer.
1: It was about holding,
0: holding and high stick. He's called him for holding as he got high sticked and he fell down. Yeah. He fell down over top of Kulikov's stick. But I mean, come on. Dwyer was still yeah. butthurt. Yeah. From being told last the night <laughs> more before that he's more full of shit.
1: Yeah, more than likely. And if we want to keep getting into that, we talked off air a little bit about the uh the Hoffman goaltender interference, and this was another, you know, momentum killing type. Uh, just like just like the night before, there was a penalty in the final five minutes, and I think tonight was. And I, I don't remember exactly when that was called, but I believe it was, it was in, in the, the final. Third, probably right it was after probably. Probably in the last six minutes or so on this one. Yeah. I'll say somewhere around there,
0: six to eight minutes, maybe 10, but the, um, the reaction from St. Louis behind the bench after that call was made says everything. He just hung his head, covered his face and shook his head. Right. As if to say, what the fuck is this?
1: and he and he was vocal he was vocal after the game the other day in ottawa um you know but yeah, well was, not really he his he, he was without being vocal like he yeah. because you can't say a damn thing about officiating nope. or you're going to get fined or the organization's going to get fined or whatever else or it, it it's kind of ridiculous like, there there's no accountability and it, no. this isn't it's not the reason they lost the game and it's the same oh, absolutely this, not They, they could not string together anything. They could not do anything. They play 20 minutes. And we talked about this in our last show that it's kind of the Canadians way. However, at least usually they put up an effort in the first, they, you know, they're dismal in the second. And then it's like, we're a whole different team and we, know, we eat our Wheaties or whatever after the second period and we're all over them in the third period, but they only showed up in the third today. And, again, it was Cole Caulfield that came out, scored two goals. He's now 18 on the season. Good on him. It's, uh, you know, one of those bright lights of the season right now um, is the the Habs youth. However, speaking of the youth, it was a Jordan Harris mishap in front of his own net who accidentally made accidental contact. I'm not going to say – obviously, it wasn't intentional. Accidental contact as Klingberg was taking his shot, Allen never had a chance on it, and all of a sudden, that's the game-winning goal.
0: Harris was, what Harris was trying to do was get back into position in front of the net, and when he was cutting in... Yeah, so he was cutting his way over to his his spot after adjusting to cover off uh, earlier, and he bumps into his D partner, and then bumps Allen's foot, and it's just, it's a schmozzle. But that one play, that one mistake, shouldn't take away from what I I thought was a solid game from Harris.
1: I I agree. I agree. He moved the puck. He moved the puck well in the third period. Other than that, nobody was moving the puck well. Um, Even in the first and
0: second, he he wasn't. He didn't play poorly. It was just you know he get the puck out of the zone, and you know the, the forwards were just not in, the, in not in that spot or. Nobody had their timing down. You know, the pucks were just, I, I don't know what the hell was going on, but they were avoiding pucks as best they could. Right. You <laughs> know, I mean, it was just, but he, overall, I thought he played a fine game.
1: Huh. I'll bring this up because people were talking about it on social media. and was Jonathan drew drew was hit or miss again tonight but people are talking more about the miss than any of the hits. I so overall, so he hits, had a good game. He moved the puck well on the power play. Yeah. He made, you know, he's not a guy the bomb it from the from, you know, off of a off of a, a one-timer from the point and he broke his stick on that. And yeah, playing the stick, but it's not a play that he should have made to begin with. But again, Final, final uh, bit of the game, empty net. You win the off. He he tries to do too much, bobbles the puck. All of a sudden, it's behind you in the net. And then that was the dagger. After that, and you a four-two game, right? And that's what people. And, and and like I'm not trying to shit on Drew M, but that's what people are talking about. That's what that's what's bothering people right now. Like he. He 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 showed some 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 uh, some good skating tonight. He showed some good plays. He hit the post on uh, right after uh, Caulfield had tied it up. He he showed some positives, and I'm liking that into his game. But people are only going to draw the negative out of it. And if this is this is the second game that we're talking about this, consecutive. Here's the
0: and here's the thing with Drew Um, any mistake. Any mistake He's going to be becomes to amplified. Absolutely. But when he, but when he did uh, did things proper, did things well, it was crickets in social yeah. media. Like he yeah. he made a, a great toe drag play to recover the puck, and he threw it off the post earlier
1: in the game. Yeah. yeah. Not many people talked about that. I completely agree.
0: Not a, not a word. Yeah. But the second something happened, the broken stick play. Oh my God, Drew! I messed right. that up. It's a broken stick. That's I mean, right.
1: that's right. Can't blame he him on He was trying that. to get a you shot can, on net. Right, you can, you can argue that he shouldn't have maybe made the play, but you can't blame the stick. Right. He he was trying to get a puck to
0: the net at the end of a power play. Right. I mean that that was it. He was trying to rush a puck into the zone, try to create something. in the stick bro, right. nothing came of it. There was no uh, no breakaway from Anaheim. It was just. Yeah. It is what it is, yeah, but you're they right, could, but
1: everything's going to be magnified when it's Yeah. It's likely, very likely his last season with the Canadians. Well, likely it's almost, uh, I would say hundred percent. Right. This is it. Right, And they want to, they want to see him do well. They want to see him perform with them, with do the, they? with the contract. Well, I, I think they do. I think they would the like Canadians to do, see, right. I know the Canadians love to see it. Right, but they're gonna be extra hard on this player. He's from Quebec. He's got a French last name. He speaks the language. They're gonna be extra tough on this guy. And so, I, is, and so, and so, is social media. Well, uh,
0: for for the Canadians, there's always someone who's a scapegoat, no matter what, whether yeah. the team's good or bad. Yeah. There's always a scapegoat, and it's Drew. He's it, been one. He's it's been, been him for a few years. He,
1: yeah, since he's pretty much since he's shown up.
0: And it's not because of him. It's because they hated the GM and they didn't like the trade he made to get drawing. Not like it's drawing that said, I want you to trade this kid for me. Right. Right. Make it happen. Yep. So anytime he makes a mistake, they shit all over him. Anytime he does something well crickets. Now I'm not, I'm not defending him to say that, you know, Oh my God, this guy's really
1: good, but he's nowhere near as bad as being, he's being, being made out to be right. So, moving on from Drew, and we look at uh, no. their next game. They're playing against the Tampa Bay Lightning. So, tough matchup. This is a team that, for the last few seasons, has just been a powerhouse, and they 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 find ways to win. They find ways to score. Um, you know, Veselovsky comes up big. <laughs> you know, he's he's not he's having a, a little bit of a below average season for his statistics, but you look up and down the roster, they're, they're quite stacked and uh, they always usually play the Canadians pretty tough. So I'll ask you, do they go with Allen? They go with Montembeau against, against Tampa, knowing that your next game is going to be against Arizona on Monday.
0: Ah, you know, honestly, I would go with Allen in that game. Uh, It's a couple of days in between, like there's a full day in between. So you know, you, you play Saturday night against Tampa. Got a day off in between. Allen can play. And then you can put Montembeau and net against Anna, against uh, Arizona. Right. Arizona's a weaker team of the two, clearly. Um, so you'd want to have Allen there. I mean, people complain that Allen didn't have a great game tonight, but
1: he did keep them in the game early. So He did. He, he, did, he did. And, yeah. again, like Montembeau the night before, let in a softy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The other two, we didn't really have much of a chance. One player was uh, the, when Terry scored on the power play, he didn't have anywhere to go. It was literally right on top of him, And the other Klingberg goal, he got clipped by his own player. Yeah. Right. How? And then with uh, those last two goals that Anaheim scored were all his fault. Oh, absolutely. He, he was nowhere near the puck. <laughs> He's nowhere near the puck. <laughs> S- sitting on the bench. But I did notice that there was quite a few pucks that got by him tonight, whether he saw them or not, there were multiple yeah. posts. So either when he was, there was one where he was scrambling, where I was like, son of a bitch, there's the winner. Um, but there were a few that got by him tonight. They hit the post and, um, you know, Allen's the guy. Allen's the guy moving forward as of right now. Um, he, he was given the contract extension. Montembeau's got what, two? Well, he's on a two-year deal or three-year? Two-year deal. Three-year deal? Two. This year and next, right, so you're looking that's looking like the tandem for probably the next couple of seasons at least um, at least until next at the end of next season, right, right so team tanks happy with this one I'll give them that they've now lost three <laughs> out of their they've lost three out of the last four games
0: yeah, but back to Alan a little bit though, I think you were on to something he he was trying to do as much as he could and he was scrambling and that's why pucks were getting through him hitting posts. He wasn't, he wasn't uh, in his, his positioning wasn't the best. I mean, he did his best, but his positioning was a little bit off, but he's really, I I think people are putting too much um, are expecting too much out of the goaltending.
1: Yeah. I could say, I'd say that. Yeah.
0: It's Jake Allen, who is a very good uh, 1B, yep. but he's a 1B. He's more yes. backup than starter. At and this, then the Sam Montembeau, career, yes. yes. Yeah, and, and Sam Montembeau, who, I mean, for a few games, was being touted as the next Jacques Pount,
1: but let's <laughs> yeah. be honest. Yeah, he's he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's,
0: com- he's coming back to reality. And that's the thing. My expectation before the season started was that Montembeau would have a save percentage of about 895 and Allen would be about 905. And despite the fact that they had a great start, they're coming down to earth. And I think they're going to even out to close to their career averages. Right. Right. So people's standard are they've been spoiled. They've had Carey Price with the Canadians for 15 years. Right. And now they have to rely on Allen and Montembeau.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But you look at Montembeau, I just threw up his stats right now for the starts that he's made. Um, So this season in his first four starts, he didn't go below 917 for an average. Then he had an 821. Then he was 968, 938. Then he had that stinker against Vancouver, which I do not want to talk about, where which was a 781. He had a nine, and then he had a 903 in his last start. And his season average is 908 with a 2.98 goals against. Right. Okay. So he's still for a backup. You're still looking at decent numbers, but everything's going to be amplified because it's Montreal and they don't have that true number one anymore and the, and as you said they have no. been so, they've been so used to having carry price being out there sealing games for them they don't have that anymore they don't have that reliance on their goaltending anymore and that's and something with that the team they're, that's, something they're going to have to learn to, to live with it.
0: exactly you're you're not going to have all world goaltending and you're in a rebuild so the team is going to give up more goals than expected And this weekend they're going into a play game against Tampa Bay who are one of the league leaders in expected goals for They're they hover around 75 to 80% expected goals for, which I think is third or fourth in the NHL. That's probably pretty high. (laughs) And and they're stacked with star power. They are. They're experienced. They have several cup rings amongst them. So you're going you're you're in tough. And if, if the Canadians can make it a game where they they keep it within a goal, they make it entertaining, then that's it's a moral victory. Right. But it's still a loss. But it's a moral victory. You can take that and say, look, we played like shit the last two games, but then we go up against a perennial cup contender
1: and we we show them that we can hang with them. So right. th- it can build their confidence. Right, the Tampa right now seven and three in their last ten games are a three game winning streak, and they're going to look at the Canadians and say these guys are below us. We want oh, our yeah. two, we we want our two points because currently right now, um, they've played the same game amount of games as Boston. They're ten and they're, but they're ten points behind. Uh, the Leafs have played three extra games, and they're seven points ahead. Right. So that kind of makes, you know, obviously with the differential, but they're going to look at the Canadians and they're going to say, you know, we want to go in there. We want to, we want to come out flying. So actually, Tampa won tonight, I believe. So now they're eight and two in their last 10 with a four game win streak. Yeah.
0: they right. they're, they're, they're not a team that's looking to win the division. They're not, no. they don't care. About the regular season beyond, let's make the playoffs. Right. That being said, they know they're they're they know that they're a few points back, so they right. know they have to keep pace. So you're going to see a team, especially a team that won uh, they won their last Stanley Cup against the Canadians. Right. There's a little bit of an animosity there between the two teams, so you, you know they're going to bring a little extra.
1: Right. The Canadians right now are five points out of a wild card spot, nine points out of a Divisional um, spot,
0: which is above where we all expected them to be at this point True. of the year. True. Uh, even the Ottawa Senators are are surprised.
1: Right. Montreal. How, Montreal right the now. Fourteen. Fourteen. And two.
0: Yeah. Right. So it's a five hundred team, um,
1: but I don't think they should be. No, they probably shouldn't be. They've they've beat some teams they shouldn't have beat and they lost to some teams they shouldn't have lost to. Yeah. we can say that to but, Van, we can say that about Vancouver. We can say that about Ottawa. We can <laughs> say that about Anaheim, et cetera. Yeah, but we can also say that about the two times they beat Calgary. Like well, it's it, <laughs> <Right>?
0: it's like <laughs> so, a like two different teams. Yeah, Where, where's that Calgary so. team?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> love
1: oh I I'd love to I I love to just see some consistency from this from this team.
0: With the, with the games against the Flames, what you saw was a team that was just firing on all cylinders. It, there, wasn't, there was only three goals in the game in both of those games, but it was a fun game to watch, even if the Canadians would have lost those two games. Playing that way, if they would play like that all season long, this team would be in the playoffs. But they're not
1: so <laughs> it, it's I'm that just,
0: inconsistency that kind of highlights the rebuild
1: i'm quickly checking to see if florida ended up hanging on to that or they lost Oh, i hope they lost and they lost to pittsburgh tonight 4 two
0: thank you sid <laughs> <laughs> so honestly
1: again, so again um, florida's played one more game than montreal yeah and they only get two more points so, right now, both teams are on the outside looking in, which bodes well for Team Tank. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I am Team Panther Tank, 100%. <laughs> 100%. You fucking lose every game, I will be happy. Like, let's get a top three pick for Ben Girard. Is okay that a TLC
0: that. show like uh, Mill Island? It's uh, Panther Tank.
1: Hey, <laughs> I've already put my application in to be on that island. So. <laughs> I don't blame you.
0: <laughs> you know, I I, I want to see the Panthers completely collapse. I mean, it'd I be do. fun to. I fun do. for and, the Canadians,
1: and for, but and for, and for me, it's not even the fact that they have their first overall pick or their first round pick It's the fact that they traded a Jack Adams finalist or they got rid of a Jack Adams finalist. And they brought in another coach. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, like we're really not, you know, we can't
0: string oh, no. wins together. Yeah. Well, they're, they're trying to, they, uh, it's the, they put their team together. Like it was an NHL 22 team. You know, oh, we're gonna get rid of these two guys, but we brought in these two guys. We'll just plug them right in, no problems. You lost the coach. You've you've changed the room. You've changed the dynamic in the room. Uh, you don't have the same um, makeup of the roster because they, they did because of the cap had to get rid of some other guys. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're they're just they're not quite where they were before. I, I think they'll end up in the playoffs, but if they don't, and somehow that that pick turns into the lottery pick that wins,
1: yeah, I think I think there's going to be a parade for for Hughes at that point. I, I think so. And You know what? I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I I honestly don't because right now you've got New Jersey who just is there other than the last four games, which are they were on a four game slide right now. They've been on quite a tear this season. They're 21, seven and two. You've got Carolina. Um, who's going to be a playoff team. You've got Pittsburgh. Who now won seven games in a row yeah. that are, that are a very, that are a veteran team. Then you've got Boston, Toronto and Tampa in the, within their own division. They're not going to pass any of those teams. Then you've got the New York Rangers, the Islanders, and you've got uh, the Washington Capitals. And once they get healthy, they're going to go on a tear as well, and they're going to want to get Ovi the puck as much as possible so he can get closer to Gretzky. So I do not see, even say- I do not see uh, Florida as a playoff team, and I'm hoping to God that Ben Chirac turns into a high pick. Speaking of Ben Schrott, I will cannot forget. I will love that trade trade. (laughs) tree. Yes. Move over Craig Rive.
0: (laughs) Speaking of Schrott though, you can't forget the Red Wings in this. They're a bubble team. They could factor in and, you know, take a few more points off of the Florida Panthers. That's right. I'm not saying they'll make the playoffs. I'm just saying that because they're actually a pretty good team, they can win a few more games and the Canadians are going to be going on this road trip. They're normal post christmas road trip and they will play florida the best case scenario because one of those teams is going to have to win sorry team tank that's just (laughs) it's just the way it is yeah but the best case scenario is that one of the two teams win in regulation right because you don't want you don't want to add more points that's right so that's that's probably the perfect scenario for team tank yeah actually you know what that's one game I think team, even team tank will be cheering for the Canadians to win. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Cause it doesn't matter one way or the other. The thing is it'll Either feel it'll feel that or... much better. If, if, if the Florida pick ends up being higher and obviously we're looking into the future, but if Florida pick ends up being higher than the Montreal pick, then yes, it's going to be a yeah. huge, it's, it's, it's already looking like a home run for Hughes. Yes, very much so. But it's going to be like a grand slam for you. So if, if, if it ends up, especially if it turns into a top 10 pick, like, give me, like, come on. That'd be amazing. As long as the Canadians get a top 10 pick out
0: of the two picks that they hold currently. Yeah. And if the, uh, if Panthers miss the playoffs, yeah, that's the a top, top 15 pick. Yeah. yeah. So that would be two great picks. Cause you're looking at the, you, you look at the 2023 draft board, There are so many really good players available all the way
1: through to the end of the first. Yeah. Very forward heavy draft in the top 15. Yes. Very forward heavy.
0: And what do the Canadians need most of all?
1: Scoring. They need scoring.
0: Skill. Well, that's exactly what this draft is. It's all skillful scoring up top.
1: Yeah.
0: Not a lot of defense in there. I think you might find two or three defensemen in the first round
1: yeah probably in the top two at least on the top twenty, you're probably looking at about three yeah. maybe three four defensemen at best you depending, you on, might team one. depending on team get on team
0: B yeah yeah. and you might get one in the top fifteen right maybe yeah. but with the with the sheer number of forwards and the skill at forward that's available in this draft, he'd be hard pressed to pick a defenseman over a forward Absolutely. in that top fifteen.
1: And I think uh, I think they're going to look for like obviously you're going to look probably best player available, but I can see yeah. them doing a forward heavy draft.
0: Now this is just this is just for fun, and I'm I'm looking into my Boxing Rock crystal ball, <laughs> I pucked off a puck off Loggerdale crystal ball. All right, I'm looking ahead to the draft in Nashville. Okay, I see Michkov sliding. Yeah, I see Mischkov sliding. He ends up at the uh, the Florida Panthers pick, and the Canadians <laughs> get Mischkov.
1: Wouldn't that be something? You've heard it here first. Yeah, wouldn't that be something? I I see him as I see other guys moving up, and like I know, uh, I know we're getting a little bit off of Canadians talk yeah, right whatever. now, kind of, but um, I can see I can see him sliding. once of all, you've got the you've got the uh, the Russian factor there, and you've got other guys that are starting to step up a guy like will smith when they with the uh the uh u18 national development program the u.s national development
0: program all
1: right like i hope I'm just getting jiggy with it here i'm
0: sorry i want to keep uh, all right I'll, I'll just keep his name out my mouth for now
1: <laughs> but, but you but it's true you're like you're 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 looking at some some very decent pro, uh decent picks for the canadians right now if, if and a lot if, of centers yes yeah
0: which is another area of uh concern for the canadians is skilled centers
1: yeah like obviously would it be nice if montreal walked away with one too absolutely you walk out with <laughs> bedard and fantilly and then there's a parade walking out right but it probably isn't gonna happen let's just say that i'd love to say you heard it here first on that but yeah if if again if they can have two two picks in the top 15 that's and either they use one and flip the other one for immediate help. We'll see what happens. I can see them, In, but they're probably going to look for a third pick anyway.
0: Yes. They, well, yeah, they're clearly looking for a third pick. Hughes has even said it. But if they uh, they do pick one, too, just to make our friend Grant uh, McCag happy, <laughs> hey Grant, they'll pick Fantilly first just to mess with people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah if they get one
1: yeah <laughs> yeah
0: one and two like yeah we're gonna go with tantilly
1: yeah just oh. to just to screw with everybody
0: <laughs> just to see how how bedarb stares them down
1: yeah like, ah, just
0: kidding <laughs> we got you too buddy
1: yeah <laughs> and then all you hear just before is like we have a trade and it's just like <laughs> it's like arizona picking up a contract or something <laughs> you're like really you had to you had to announce that right now <laughs>
0: Or it's a trade with the Canadians where they trade up for that third pick they picked up, they trade up. Yeah. <laughs> just so it's just the Canadians messing with people. And we yeah. have a trade to announce with the Canadians. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> uh we're we're kind of we're kind of falling off here. We're 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 a little giddy. It's late. Uh it's post game, you know.
1: Hey, we gotta try to find some positives to talk about after that shit game, right? So the future is po- the future is positive we, we got uh, we got some we got some good things to good things coming that's for sure and uh check out friend of the show craig buttons um what is it, it was his core four is what he called it and it yep. was uh players under 24 uh, montreal ranked fourth in the league which is which is incredible so definitely go out it there go to tsn.ca and check that out
0: hey craig you know stop st- stop taking all our ideas man
1: <laughs> i'm just happy to call him friend of the show
0: <laughs> true yeah you should come back he will he will we'll get him on did you, we'll just tell him yeah, hey, T- Craig's not here man come on back <laughs> all right well i think that's pretty much it for us um did you have anything to announce or
1: talk about at the end as of right now, I got nothing. Um, I got two more days of work and then I'm home for the holidays. So I'm just counting down the days to fly back to the East coast and eat donaires and see my family and, and just enjoy the holidays. So looking forward to it.
0: Uh, yeah. When you do come back and go for the donaires, please avoid the Christmas donaire from King of donaire. I mean, I love them. I love King of donaire, but throwing gravy and uh, stuffing and cranberry sauce on the donair it just seems wrong
1: <laughs> sounds like a challenge
0: <laughs> yeah it'll be a challenge all yeah. <laughs> right it'll be challenging the porcelain in my bathroom yeah <laughs> uh, but for me i just want to again thank everybody for tuning in thank you for listening thank you for interacting with us um, and keep in mind now that uh, there's a billionaire who's deciding to destroy Twitter just for fun, that we're found on all other social media as well here at YouTube, uh, TikTok, Mastodon, uh, tribal, I don't know, uh, post, post news. Uh, there's, there's all kinds of new and exciting social media platforms coming. We're still on Facebook. Cause you know, we got to talk to our grandparents,
1: <laughs> but the most, the most important thing there is if you're on these platforms, give us a follow, give us a like, you know, if you, if you like our content, give us a, uh, give us five stars, et cetera. Right. Like we, we see this stuff and we, we appreciate it and it makes us come back for more. And uh, we've, we've very much enjoyed jumping onto the, the megaphone platform and it's uh, it's kind of opened some new tools to us. And we're hoping that we can bring some more content for you guys Get some more people on the show that you want to see us um, bring back or maybe a new guest here and there. And it, it's just an exciting time. And, and right now, the Canadians are playing more competitive hockey. We didn't see that tonight, unfortunately. However, as Blaine alluded to earlier in the show, they're playing better than what we expected at the start of the season. The future is bright in Montreal we saw the high when they went to the, uh, the cup final, we saw the low when, uh, they picked Slavkovsky number one. And not, not because of that, but (laughs) don't take that sound bit from me. That Uh, didn't sound right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But going from, you know what I mean? Going from cup final to first overall pick the next, you know, the next year is a, is a downer, but, uh, we're very excited where this podcast is going. We're excited where the team's going. Um, I know Blaine, you're excited about the World Juniors. You're going to see some fantastic hockey in Halifax. So again, guys, make sure that you're following, uh, make sure you're following all of our accounts because, you know, we get around when it comes to sports. We get around when it comes to to hockey and everything, right? So we want to share that with you guys. And we don't always get to have the opportunity to get it out to the Habs Unfiltered account. So Make sure you're following us as well. I know Blaine, you do a hell of a lot with minor hockey, drags all over the place with junior hockey, and just going to the occasional game here and there. And then myself, I just kind of show up places sometimes, and, <laughs> and my 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 social media's got full of pictures, right? So um, it's that exciting times ahead for the Canadians and uh, and for our podcast.
0: Yeah. So again, please like, subscribe, uh, share.